You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, this is On Principle, Challenges in Jewish Education, special edition. I know I'm here with Rabbi John Kroll of Salantar Akiva Riverdale, the principal. And John, it's a special edition because democracy was under attack. Really. And I say that as if I don't mean it. But clearly, since 1814, there's never been attack on the Capitol building. And the moment where both houses of Congress aren't just there to applaud a president, but they're there to actually do something, to act according to the Constitution, to actually begin what makes a democracy a democracy or to continue to create to finalize what's going to be the transition of power that there aren't tyrants at that moment the democracy was threatened by let's call it the mob the rioters that and, and america is reeling from this people are and, and i and people are saying i had a student of mine an adult student of mine that comes to my classes that says rabbi I woke up this morning like it was the morning after 9-11. And something hit me at that moment. Because I remember where I was uh, in 9-11. And I remember that I was in Chicago teaching in your alma mater, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I remember how much we use those events, despite all the security issues, as teaching moments. We as teachers bonded with the students in fascination and understanding and the big TVs that were everywhere were also there as a, as a means of connecting and trying to figure out how the world had changed. And we weren't going to just say, we can't teach in this moment. Yeah. So you, John, are in one of the best schools, uh, Orthodox Jewish schools in the United States. Uh, despite my issues with it, you know that I really uh, believe that it is one of the, the, the best academically uh, academic schools and runs so well. What did you guys do today? And that's why I wanted to hear what was happening in terms of the, the fallout and the reaction to this unprecedented uh, event from yesterday. Well, I'll tell you, it was definitely the school was uh, was unsettled yesterday. Um, news started coming out right towards the end of the day before dismissal about what was going on in, uh, in the Capitol. Um, we felt it necessary to kind of interrupt classes to make just make an announcement right before dismissal. Schools will be over in 15 minutes or so. Um, you know, uh, nothing to be too too worried about. I'm sure the, the police will rein in the rioters, but please be aware and check out the news tonight. We'll discuss it more tomorrow in school. Made that announcement yesterday, and it only got – you know, crazier um, as as the uh, day wore on um, after that. Uh, you know, the, today in classes, um, we actually had an assembly. You know, we do assemblies through Zoom now. Uh, you know, we, don't, we can't bring, you know, everybody into one room together. So you keep everybody in their own rooms and everybody puts the, each teacher puts the Zoom room on the smart board in the front of the room. And, um, you know, everybody's watching in t- together to in, a, in, a, in this new Kind of COVID kind of way, so we had we did have a, a short assembly in which we discussed with the students the importance of the sort of like you know peaceful transfer of power, what makes America great, uh, why we uh, feel the privilege to live in a democracy that has been so welcoming and so um, such a wonderful place for the all mankind as well as for the Jewish people, um, and to 
um, kind of very clearly state that e- whether there are various political views in the school, whether you're somebody who's conservative leaning, or whether you're somebody who's liberal leaning, um, everybody needs to come together today to forcefully, strongly condemn in absolute terms the insanity that took place yesterday. And, and, to, and, and let's and call not, spade a spade. Although and, I, and the let's call and the president and the president, the president right. again, as, as opposed. And I'll tell you, as opposed to you know the kind of um, up until yesterday, I as an educator felt that it would be inappropriate. We discussed this at some point earlier in the, in the like around uh, October, November time. I would find it inappropriate for me in my position to make a clear statement um, that would denigrate um, either so either Biden or or Trump. I want to let the students make their own decisions. And uh, there are mil- there are tens of millions of people who are Trump supporters and tens of millions of people who are Biden supporters. And I don't want anybody in our school to feel that they are, you know, on the outs, whether they think one way or the other. Today, though, I did not feel that sense of you know, kind of like, you know, on the other, on the one hand and on the other hand kind of thing. Um, I thought it was necessary to state unequivocally that what uh, President Trump had done yesterday in inciting uh, the riot was, was wrong. You can't do that. And that's uh, going to be a black mark um, that will stay with him, of course, um, infamy forever. Um, I'll tell you, it's interesting. In, in all history classes today, we also, you know, teachers. But before you move on to that, you said it was a short assembly. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sort of like a gossip sometimes want to know who said what And this. I know that your school has sort of you are sort of like a co-principal with my yeah, yeah, friend totally Rabbi Hartstark. Totally, totally, so totally did, spoke at this assembly. Totally spoke, and we also I'll tell you an interesting thing we did. We we said we actually had an, uh, last night. We had we actually had a long previously scheduled staff meeting that was scheduled for 8 p.m. last night on Zoom. So we had it was like a professional development meeting that just did not feel um, kind of like, like it made total sense given <laughs> everyone's watching on their TVs or on their devices what's going on, and they're listening to you know, uh, professional development teachers talk about how to write you know good report cards and anecdotals. You know the story. Um, <laughs> anecdotals, of course. You know, if all SAR would be is about writing a good anecdotal, I'd still have a job. Uh, I think. <laughs> so, so, so we, we started. So I started that meeting. By reading, I thought I'm gonna, and I'll read it out loud now, so it's worth hearing. Um, a tefillah by written by uh, President George Washington in 1783. It's a prayer that he wrote from his headquarters in Newburgh, in Newburgh, New York. Sent it to the governors. It was not yet the United States of America to be read. And this actually, this prayer is recited every day at the laying of the wreath in uh, the estate in the at, at his grave in Mount Vernon, Virginia. So this is this is beautiful. This is beautiful prayer. Um, I now make it my earnest prayer that God would have the United States in His holy protection, that He would incline the hearts of citizens to cultivate a spirit of subordination and obedience to government, to ente- entertain a brotherly affection and love for one another, for their fellow citizens of the United States at large, and particularly for their brethren who have served in the field, and finally. That he would most graciously be pleased to dispose us all to do justice, to love mercy, and to demean ourselves with that charity, humility, and pacific temper of mind, which were the characteristics of the divine author of our blessed religion, that's his blessed religion, and without 
and humble imitation of whose example in these things we can never hope to be a happy nation. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Right. And, and, you, and you read that at the SAR's... Read that, read that at the staff meeting last night. And then today, um, Hartstuck read that tefillah uh, to all the students. And I thought it was a... It, this sort of encapsulated what I think is important to emphasize today. And I'll be honest, um, I, it, it, we, I thought about reading the tefillah lishlom hamalchut. And I will tell you, you know, in, in, internally, I... I was uncomfortable last night reading a tefillah that asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bless the Nasi Vimishnehu. I felt uncomfortable saying it. I did not, again, he needs the blessing. He needs the tefillahs. And so I can argue that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should make him turn him into like a, you know, a more noble and, uh, you You're know, not allowed to be mispowered for Nisim, according to the Gemara and Brochus. Yeah, so I don't, I, I, I don't think. Like. That's what it felt like. And so I felt like, and so, so somehow I just didn't feel yeah. right. I felt like he was so bad yesterday. You got to get call it out. I think maybe what you could have done is said, I'm going to t- say the tefillah with Shalom Amalchus and altered it just by skipping one word and say, Shiavarach es Mishneyu. Uh-huh. Because that, that guy was Makadish Shem Shemayim. He did a good job yesterday, no, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. He, for, in, in, in many ways. You might yes. want to say that he was a toady. And an, and an enabler, but yesterday, maybe it's because he wants to save his Listen. his skin. But he stood up to Trump, and he okay. and he spoke about the fact of what the purpose of the Constitution is, and let's get to work. Democracy lives. Yes, undoubtedly. The Mishneyu, the vice president, needs to be applauded. Trump needs to again. Uh, Trump needs to be condemned, but in the same breath, I think a way to um. And let me just make this point a way to take away the sting from all the 70 million people who supported Trump is to also not invalidate the good people that worked under him and tried to make, you might not agree with all their methods, but they weren't people that, that, that shared his type of megalomania, his type of obsession. And, and, yes, and I, agree with that. I agree with that. And I'll tell you that the, I, I, um, you know, I, I'm generally a half glass full kind of guy. And so I actually, you know, I was talking with some colleagues and some students today, and I said, to a certain extent, I, I almost like, you know, appreciate uh, a gift that President um, Trump gave gave us yesterday, which was he was so off the deep end, so absurd, uh, and so insightful. It was it was like such an extreme. It it, it allowed for a, almost a sense of healing, so that the people who were really had a lot of sunk losses and, and like were entrenched as Trump supporters. It was a little bit of a slap in the face. They're like, whoa, okay, he's really going off the deep end now. Now I feel like I can maybe even work together with some of the more um, with, with with somebody like Biden. Whether I can, you know, sort of once I see that McConnell has rejected him and some of the, you know, the more mainstream Republicans are seem to have like totally turned their backs on him, it, it does allow some of the I, perhaps there's some healing in the United States between people who were, you know, really in a lot of acrimonious dis- disputes. Yeah, I would just say, to, and I only mean this, you know, I am half serious about it. But I think, you know, there's a whole big machlokas in Chazal, whether Ein Breira or Yesh Breira. In other words, when something is a little bit unclear at a certain time, and then later it rolls itself out, does that indicate that that's the way it was meant to be and what it was even in that murky time? 
So I want to pass an Einbreger because even the people who voted for Trump, and that was half of the United States approximately, supported him. They didn't necessarily vote for this Meshuggah who was inciting people. Now, true, there was a lot of other stuff with Charlottesville and other things that you might want to say, but it never got that bad. And therefore, yes, the, Trump's inability to accept the, the, his defeat brought out, and, and as I said yesterday on my Emeritus Rex uh, program, which was, was uh, recorded before this, I think part of it is his age, his, in, his lack of smarts, his lack of ability to learn. But again, this is a devolving, but that doesn't mean everything that had been before. Oh, I, it's a raya, lemafreya, that anything he ever held of is puzzle trash. I think we've got to be careful for yeah, our students I, I not to you. say that either. I think that that's right. I agree with that. And I'll, but I'll, and I'll tell you that although I'm saying that there's, this, there's an ability to, you know, opportunity to, to maybe heal a little bit and to bring people close together, I, I, get, I say that cautiously, and I think you have to work towards that. I, at the end of the day, there really were. 70 something million people who voted for him. And of those 70 million people, there were a lot of people who believed because they trust in him that there was something that was fraudulent and he, things were stolen from him. And this is not, and that Biden is not, a, you know, is not a legitimate president. And like, I, I worry about that. And I, and I just hope that there will be in a, you know, I hope it doesn't go down to a dangerous place because that's, kind of rhetoric is just, you know, we've seen it before. Well, I tell you yesterday, um, I didn't know what was going on. I was preparing my shiurim and I and I got a, a an angry uh, message from one of my students, one of my adult students. Um, he apologized today for it. I didn't vote for Trump, but he was telling me how, look what I you know, since I have not, I, I didn't, I, I was sort of equating a lot of the Would ugliness. you not vote at all? When was the last time you voted? I thought you don't never, vote. Never, never voted. And I told him that. So he could probably hates me for that too. But but the point though is, is that I was saying that I, I, I couldn't stand the ugliness of both sides in their campaigns. And, you know, this is what, um, you know, we were talking about. And, and, and he kept on in his conversation with me. Uh, and I missed Mincha because of it, because he really wouldn't hold off on me, mm-hmm. uh, was Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. In other words, Hitler did good stuff too before he decided to, you know, and, and therefore the same way no one would ever be able to speak about Hitler or any of the, you know, if, and if you would, you're an apologist. What I'm afraid is, is that any of the positive things that Trump might have done, and we know we've talked about his piece, the, what he's uh, allowing the Peace in, yeah, in Middle, uh, East, Middle East stuff is great. The middle, right, but people might now, because yeah. of how this ended, say everything he did was part. Uh, this was the apex, the nadir, uh, but also, and, and uh, therefore that the same way if Hitler had done something positive before he started killing everybody, you would say, I don't want to hear about that. That's what it might turn into, and 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 that would be, I think, a a a. a I had a. Uh, I had there's a. Student yesterday said last like at the end of the day when the stuff was going on, but right at the end of the day, a student said to one of his teachers in school, who was a student who was a Trump supporter, a vocal Trump supporter, a real you know real conservative kind of kid. Um, he was mad. What is he mad about? I'm so upset. What are you so upset? About? He wasn't just so upset that there was rioting in the Capitol. He's like, now we all look like idiots. For having voted for uh, for being so for being so pro Trump, that's this kid was 
upset that Trump made him look bad. Listen, I also have one other thing I want me to mention about the Holocaust. I think it's, it bears noting. Um, one of the things I found frightening is that, um, you know, how should I say it? There, there, there are many, I'd say tens and tens of millions of Trump supporters who are sure, wonderful, fine, upstanding human beings. And there were several thousand, like, uh, nut jobs who were, you know, incited to in- insane behavior yesterday. Okay, so to make it very clear, I don't want to paint all Trump supporters as these guys who were overriding the Capitol and the insurrection yesterday. Okay, I don't want to say that, but I do want to point out that one of the things that I think is just worth noting is that there were some of the crazies who were walking around yesterday. You did see things like a lot of there's some there's some alarming anti-Semitic sorts of things you saw yesterday. Again, it's not everybody, but the fact that there, you know, the guy and I was making the social media rounds, the guy wearing the t-shirt that said Camp Auschwitz staff. Um, you know, the guy who was wearing a t-shirt that said, um, I found this out today, uh it's a, the had the emblazoned with the with the with the uh, it said six M W E. You know what that means? Six M W E? I'm going to six million wasn't enough. Yes. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's a, I, Alex. I went on Jeopardy. That's apparently <laughs> some kind of, that's a, that's a, uh, you know, a call to arms of sorts. Um, the fact that the, these guys who, you know, in early, in other eras would have been, would have felt embarrassed or ashamed or unable to come out of their basements or their private chat rooms on the internet now feel emboldened and okay to walk around that that's you know that's not frightening i agree but i again i think we have to caution when we start comparing uh this um this base ugly megalomaniac to history's worst mass murderer of course. Uh, you know we've got to be careful and i would you know getting back to the students I, I, I would tell them again about the condemnation is, is, is passionate and real, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he now becomes um, one of the proto villains of history. Yeah. It also, it also, it also means it's also important to emphasize that there is something called zeal and fervor and strong beliefs and fighting for your, you know, what you believe in, that that is something to be, you know, praised and encouraged. But there's, you know, you got to, you know, that doesn't mean to reject yesterday means to just be like everyone put their arms around each other and just love each other. We can disagree and, and we should disagree. We should fight about things. But this is like, you know, just off the deep end yesterday. Yeah. Again, you know, I, I'm going to be a little, and I want to talk more about the educational aspect. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little less or more generous I don't think that this Donald J has the mental capacity in a, in any way to grasp the subtlety of what does it mean the 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 the, the, the which is sort of a, the labyrinth of the constitution in terms of how to determine how you run a court case and how you're able to disprove and and the fact that that he discovered 
and believed all oh, whatever fraud was there. And there might, and I'm sure there was, because it was so many people, so many millions of people go back to the 60 election and everything. But he can't understand that the discovery of fraud doesn't justify overturning all the votes, because there has to be enough of a discovery to be able to, you know, to be able to change. Uh, you might listen. You might be right. If you're right, then that is megalimafreya. That the entire. If you can't figure that out, then I shut. Then then we have to be davening to Hashem with a tremendous hakarasetov for the nisim v'niflos that our world is still standing up. I agree. I agree. The fact that this buffoon, this intellectual midget. And I'm not saying, you know, you know, get a person who who's completely disinterested in learning new things and understanding things was sitting there with his hand on the nuclear button. And I think you, you're correct. It was. A, and, and I do believe that there is a way of looking at this. Maybe that's the way Shmuel Kamenetsky thought that a Kaddish Baruch Hu was taking this like Bilam's ass and allowing it to speak Divrei Chachma was working through him in order to do positive things for Jewish life and for religious life in general. And I'm not, I, I don't think that's such a bad, uh, a bad approach. Um, but I do, I think that's really why he just doesn't get it. And the, again, I don't have to be matzik him, but the truth yeah. is, is that, you know, <laughs> you know, again, I, I mentioned this to you before we started recording. If you ask me in my heart of hearts, do I think Brett Kavanaugh, when he was in high school, um, was a bully and a misogynist. Yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, you know, Miss Ford did not make that up out of out of cloth. Rebel Yoshev, if he would have heard her talk, he would have said the guys definitely had done something. However, I, again, I didn't know if that was a reason to puzzle him from being uh, a, a judge. However, Trump saying yesterday that, hey, I let this guy, I, I stood behind him. How come he didn't do quid pro quo with me and stand up in the Supreme Court and stop the election? That really shows such a lack of, of understanding of what this means. And, um, you know, and, and again, I don't know if I've defended him or really uh, degraded him. So let me ask you something. I know that, you know, you had the special assembly. There's going to be fallout. I mean, do do you see a need, let's say, on one level, that maybe a letter should be composed by the school? Do you think the do you think the school children of America should be writing letters uh, and sending them somewhere uh, demanding, you know, something a change? Do you think this is because I know, John, I spoke with you before you came back to uh, SAR in your glorious return. And you were down in at the heart of, of of one of the most horrendous events in 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 history of, of of school shootings down in Florida, very close to your school there. And I know that the 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 students that were involved made a big difference in terms of the way they wrote and what they did. Do you think this calls for not just talking to the students, but for the students to be proactive and 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 saying that they reject this, or do you think it's just emptiness? For the students to doing this, because because I have an idea that there's a a beauty to hearing high school kids who are just beginning to intellectualize and understand things decry and condemn 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and it'll have a similar power to the kids who talk yeah, about I, I hear you know, the When you think about it in the, in the uh, Parkland shooting, there's something, there's somebody to reach out to that you can feel that you are providing support to and comfort and real people who you're changing, you're affecting. This to me seems like it's not, I'm not sure who it's the reaching out to and who it's making the statement about. Uh, it seems to me much more like allowing kids to talk about it amongst ourselves with teachers to really try to understand um, on a deeper level what what took place, what's taking place, and where we can go from from here. Uh-huh. So you you, you you don't you don't think the kids writing letters to their congressman or their senator or whatever wouldn't really yeah. help much? I don't I think it, I don't think it would help much. I, and I do um, um, you know worth worth, worth considering. I think it's worth it's interesting interesting idea. I'm I'm not like it. It doesn't grab me like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, all I'm saying is that, you know, I'm sitting here in my chair that, you know, let's call it the rabbinic chair, Mm -hmm. the imagined rabbinic chair that I have. And I'm thinking that if I was the head of a rabbinical organization, I would say we've got to issue something now and we have got to show. There have been, listen, it's interesting. There were people, I, I, I didn't actually see, I saw there were some rabbinical organizations that were making statements that were i didn't see the statements uh, but i did notice that there were some people criticizing um you know people organizations which would not come out a little more clearly and forcefully um calling out uh, the president's behavior yesterday and saying you know you you know there's also there's there's a lot of the uh fear of the whataboutisms and the uh you know on both sides on the one hand and the other hand, um, you know, I I, I guess what you're saying, you know, for those people might be listening to this and being a little bit perplexed, the RCA, I think did come out with a pretty strong statement. I didn't see it yet, but I, you know, I am technically connected to the RCA as being part of their best. so I know the RCA did come out uh, with uh, uh, condemning uh, the the violence and Trump specifically, but I would say the Aguda um, and any, you know, any, any from the, the Satmer CR, the CO, the, the COR, um, or whatever they call themselves, the CRC and the COR, and maybe the COR in Canada, they yeah. all, the I think there should really be uh, down the line a universal condemnation uh, from people of faith. Um, and, and I think that would allow also some sort of healing to happen. Um, I, I don't know. And uh, you're right. Maybe I'm taking, I'm taking a look now. again. This is uh again, it's hard to write, write these sorts of things in ways that will please everybody. But, you know, it is interesting that the, you know, I'm reading right now, the rabbinical council of America, the largest membership of, um, condemns acts of unlawful trespass, vandalism, and violence perpetrated today at the U S Capitol and denounces inflammatory speech that incites such violence. Political traditions of the United States call for respect for the peaceful transition of power, a vital linchpin of our democracy, Call upon all of the citizens of our country to unite during these challenging times to reaffirm our commitment to civil discourse. Um, you know, Why the heck didn't they mention Trump by name? I don't know. The, of course, he was the he's the insightful speech. He's the one who gave the 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 the, the seat the speech that incited them. Um, trust me, if if President Trump read that, he'd say, "Oh, they didn't mention me by name. They're talking about um, Black Lives Matter people who also." contributed to a hate, hateful speech of the summer. And like, you know, I, I'm just like them, you know, there's no di- 
You know, I, I, I understand why that's... Right. I, I would say, I, look, I didn't see the RC. And again, this shows you how prepared we are for these uh, podcasts, because I didn't even read it. And here you are at real time reading it. But I would say it doesn't go far enough. Right. I would say that they need to say, and we are deeply disappointed and condemn the the speech yeah, of the I, president I of the United that's States. That's correct. I feel like at a certain measure, Trump made it easy. It was so off the deep end. Like, you don't have to worry about, you know, being uh, even-handed. This is not even-handed. Everyone has to reject this. I, and Haraya, Pence rejected him. Right, right. Yes, I, I, I agree. You know, so, like you had Lindsey Graham rejected him. John, do you think that there's maybe, you know, I wanted to get this episode out, obviously, right when the iron was hot. Do you think maybe, you know, this will, I know you've said that there's going to, you know, we talked about fallout. Is your feeling that that this is going to hover over us the same way, um, you know, uh, 9-11 and other things hovered over for such a long time? Do you think this is something that... I, that... I do. I think that I said to students today, um, listen, get it, realize there's, there's nobody in high school now that, at this time who was alive to, at 9-11, Okay. These kids were not alive. This is all before they were born. Um, and so um, I said to kids today that, listen, certainly this will be history books. Um, this is your li- this is major moment in American history today. And you should look at this. We should talk about this. You should read about it. You should pay attention because your grandchildren will be asking you where were you were in, in January of 2021 because this is going to be a big, this is going to be a, um, a very big deal. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, along with the, um, the terrible year of, of 2020 and COVID. You're right. This, this, this year of insane, of, of, of plague certainly is um, a big deal in their lives. And then in American history, that's like world history in American history, though, this is the biggest, uh, I think it's like the biggest thing since, I think since uh, 9-11. Yeah, right. Well, clearly the, the, one of the most, yeah, definitely a very shocking thing. And in that way, you know, I, let's end tonight, uh, this tonight's special report on on principle um, with something that you mentioned to me before we started recording. And you don't look any worse for the wear, but you did receive your vaccine, um, as, uh, and I've heard about this too. I have only done limited amount of Taharos where I am. So I, I feel it's unfair for me to, to say, Hey, I'm, I'm part of the Hebra Kedisha. I mean, I, I I, I don't do, I don't do enough. So, so you, you know, share with us, you, you, there's not a lot of fraud and I fear that all of a sudden you're going to find out that every from person in the world, (laughs) there'll be a disaster in a Chil Hashem, Shein Kamohu. Uh, however, I heard just you know I, I I'm on the Chabad Kedisha here. I have um, you know done a bunch of taharas, but I definitely have been you know there's been fewer taharas during COVID because of, because of COVID reasons. Um, funeral workers and included amongst funeral workers are, are members of the Chabad Kedisha are part of the official um, rollout of the vaccine. I uh, got word yesterday from the Chabad that 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 was happening. And I went made an appointment yesterday. I got heard about it at noon yesterday, made an appointment for last night. And at 5.15, I went to the Westchester Medical Center in Valhalla. 
got myself a Moderna vaccine and will be getting another Moderna vaccine booster in four weeks. Wow. Um, I definitely, I'll tell you one thing. I certainly do feel now an increased responsibility um, that when I'm the chat, um, I'm say we need, we need any, any men can come to a do a Tahara tonight. I'm going to feel, even if I'm really tired or if I've got other stuff going on, I will now feel even more um, of an achrayas. I did to go and, and do it. I will tell you, it, it does, you know, I, I mentioned to my, some of my students today, um, usually think of the work of the Kedisha as being a chesed shal emes, because you're not getting anything in return. Um, that's, you know, a bit ironic that that's not necessarily the case. You finally do see you are getting something in return. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I, okay. Yeah. So I have two comments on that. The first comment, of course, is is that, you know, my son in Eretz Yisrael, of course, you know, Nehemiah, um, received his a couple of weeks ago. And in Eretz Yisrael and, and, and my co-host on my show, some of my best friends are Kabbalists, he received his. In Eretz Yisrael, the rollout is incredibly quick. And here we are, one of the countries suffering the most. And look how slow everything is, how, how it's not happening, even though we developed it here. So it's, it is a sad commentary as far as that goes. But I, what I really wanted to say was, and again, maybe the historians and writers will, 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 will show this wasn't the case. But you know what I think? I think when we talk about uh, the Donald, I think that maybe sober historians will realize that some of the things that he was saying during the pandemic about how much we're putting into getting the vaccine and the vaccine will be here before the end of the year and maybe October. And it did come out right in the beginning of November. He was the force that kept on pushing that. Operation Warp Speed. The government gets credit for pushing it. They did something. That's right. And I, again, however Trump's management style works, I believe that there has to be Hakara Satov for for that and and for for getting. And and, and in fact, it is such a tragedy that the the bluster that he uh, surrounded with caused people to deny it and for people to say, I'm not going to take it and I don't believe it. The system that the government set up with this uh, Monclef Slawi and the, 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 uh, the brilliance of laying out so many billions of dollars to companies like Moderna so that they would who did not have the, you know, kind of the deep pockets to bankroll it themselves and to lay out that money and say, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, you don't owe us the money back. That's brilliant foresight. That was Roa S. Nolad and like it could be saving millions of lives. Right. So, so there, I believe, and again, I, I, I might be oversimplifying, but I think over and beyond what he did for Israel, which we're, we, oh, that's all you care about is Israel and care about the world. This, I think it was because it was the Donald with all his cuckooness. I think somehow he pushed enough buttons to, uh, to, to get this done quicker uh, the way it happened. Yeah, and, not, um, I, think, I think that's true. I think that that's true. But, and, 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 and maybe, John, that could be something that a bone you could throw out. That, yeah. and, 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 and in that way, maybe it's correct to say the man should not have occupied that office and maybe it's good for the kids to say that but having this ruthless businessman there might have been the type of energy 
and 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 and, and cutting through the baloney now, listen, that got that uh, got the uh, got us the vaccine. I, I'll, I'll be mock your toe for that. Hard to say that in the aggregate of everything COVID related that I we should be mock your toe to the government for the way it was handled is hard to say. But I would agree with you that the Operation Warp Speed is something to be mock your toe for. And I would call go further, and we'll end on this. It's it's almost like we you know we talk about Nisim happening through people. The, the obviously mankind came to an incredible level of understanding the human body and how disease works, but Kuliyalmamoda that the speed that this happened, yeah. people are shaking their heads. How could it be that this this happened? This is a Kaddish Baruch Hu allowing our the Chachma to grant us the refuah, and in that sense. Um, Yenner Shoita uh, Grub, but he was the Nasi. I think, in a way, did God did move through him, and, and and hopefully we should be come to a time, John, when you know we'll be able to to actually not only see each other through this wonderful uh, teleconferencing act actions, but we'll be able to actually come together again uh, with all of us. So that's it, my friends. A special edition of On Principle. Um, and hopefully next week, <laughs> nothing shocking will happen. And we'll try to get John back soon. Because this doesn't count against our, our month. This was a special one, right? This is, this is don't, don't, don't use this up. <laughs> As Rav Chaim would say, be well. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.